Welcome to the Empowerment Podcast, where empowerment is done from within. In this podcast, we focus on bringing you strategies, tools, and techniques that you can apply in your life and in your business to increase your bank balance and improve the quality of your life. My name is Kara, and I'll be your host, taking you through conversations that will help you identify and connect with your unique gifts and talents so that you can stand in your power as you go after your goals and your dreams. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Empowerment Podcast, where empowerment is done from within. So this particular episode, I'm really excited about because this episode is actually my very first interview style um, episode that I'm putting out. It's an awesome conversation that I had with um, Dominic DiMaria, who is the executive producer of the um, future Netflix series that I'll be part of. I recently went to New York and shot a pilot out there with them. And so um, it's called a climb to the top. And so um, this conversation that I had with Dominic was around a book called The Illusion of Money by Kyle Sees. And um, you'll hear the conversation. Just tune in. Uh, I did as much editing as I could. I don't have an executive. I don't have a, a producing team yet. So this was me. Um, we had the conversation. We had a, little, a couple parts here and there where the call was, you know, choppy. But just bear with it. You'll enjoy the conversation as much as I did, I'm sure, because, you know, I got a lot of value out of it. I know Dominic got a lot of value out of it. And so the reason why I recorded the call is because I knew the conversation was going to be fire. And so um, enjoy it. And please put some feedback out there, you know, give me comments, uh, you know, whatever, share it. Just let me know what you guys thought. And if you like this interview style um, podcasting, maybe I'll do some more of that. Anyway, enjoy the episode. And uh, yeah, just leave me some feedback. So yeah, first of all, I have to say thank you so much for even thinking about me um, and sending me this book. And you know, it's funny because um, I recently was having a um, a conversation with this light read. Like I have like a, a woman who does a lot of light work and clearing energy or whatever. And mm. I was doing some work with her and she said something to me along the lines of, you know, I'm going to stumble upon some material that's going to be life changing. And I was like, okay, whatever. As long, yeah. as, as long as my chakras are clear, I'm good. That's really what I need. And then of <laughs> course, out of nowhere, you asked me for my address. You send me this amazing freaking book. And um, it's just been like, oh, by the way, I'm still driving from the airport, so we're good. Um, oh, right on. Yeah, I had to, my kids are on their way to New York with their dad for their their grandparents' 50th anniversary. I don't know how people that. Oh, cool. But anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a sidebar. Um, but yeah, I, I got into it, and dude, I, I couldn't put the book down. Once I actually got into the book, it was very that's hard for me to work. Yeah, right? I felt the same way. Okay, so I wasn't the only one. And I'm not even like a book reader. Usually I listen to audibles. You know, I'm Ah. very big on audiobooks. And for me to sit down and not be able to put a book down, it was just like, yeah, this guy, it was just captivating. The material just spoke to my soul. So tell me why you decided to 
send me this book, first of all, and what was it about it that had you so captivated? Yeah, uh, well, the first thing that came to mind as I, I came across it, actually, I got I to gotta bounce the credit back to my friend Elizabeth Ludlow because she first recommended to me a podcast where, uh, actually, it was Lewis Howes interviewed Kyle Cease. Oh, my and- God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I have to interrupt you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go for it. Go for because it. Because it's exactly what happened to me. Listen, so you mailed me the book. I got the book on, like, a, let's say on a Monday because the, the, the Lewis Howes podcast you're talking about is August 21st. I okay. get, a, I get a, a message on WhatsApp from my associate who works in my law firm, and she's like, you got to listen to this guy. And I got it from her and I didn't even realize it was the same person until she came to my place and she saw the book. You know, it was like, you sent me the book. She comes to my place on Tuesday and she had sent that thing to me in the morning, whatever day that was, August 21st, look it up and I'm sure it'll coincide. So the book is on my counter and she's like, dude, did you listen to the podcast episode? I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, Kyle sees. I'm like, no, this is a book that Dominic, remember I told you that I got, I got this book. She's like, oh my God, it's the same freaking person. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny because I had come across uh, an interview with Kyle maybe like six months ago. And I, I remember like enjoying it, taking note of it, but then I, I just kind of fell out of his material. Like it just didn't really stick. And then um, my friend sent me this, this, uh, this podcast episode and I was really connecting with the ideas. The thing for me was like this, the, the, the major shift was the, the achievement paradigm to the fulfillment paradigm and diving into your creativity and creating space for your creativity. And it just really resonated with me because it was this idea that, you know, I like, I think a lot of people, when you first start like really focusing on your personal development and eliminating insecurities and eliminating trauma and you know in your terms like you know cleaning out the filing cabinet like that that was the material that i realized the achievement paradigm the the um like the satisfaction doesn't really last long term if you're just looking for one achievement after the other so i'm starting to encounter this on a regular basis where oh well the check cleared and i felt good for 30 minutes and then I need the, the next check or the next project or whatever. And it's like, it's just not really like ultimately fulfilling. So he starts talking about this and I was, I was down. Like I, I was just captivated by their conversation. And then I heard through the, through the episode that he was releasing this book. So I immediately ordered it and then I read it and it only took me a few days to read it because just like you, I couldn't put it down. So then you I were eating it. You were literally eating the darn book. Oh, probably. <laughs> yeah, I was I was getting up in the mornings and, you know, like instead of getting up and going to the gym, I was literally laying in bed and reading this book and meditating for hours at a time. And it was it was just automatic. Like I, it was like I didn't have a choice. So I, I for probably a couple of weeks and it also coincided, thankfully, with the time I was I got strep throat sometime on the drive from LA to New York. And so I was down for a few weeks. And uh, so I'm just laying in bed reading this book. And by the time I finished it, I felt like I'd had my own sort of paradigm shift. And then I immediately started ordering copies for all my friends saying like, you guys, you guys got to read this. And of course, I'm also going through the assembly edit for our pilot. 
and I'm hearing what you're saying and what Chuck's saying. And I'm like, oh, I gotta send this to Kara. I think she would dig this. Oh my god! So that's, that it just was, was like just, the perfect yeah. confluence of, of events. So what I was saying yeah, to no you worries. is that night, that night when I delivered the speech on stage when we were shooting yeah. the pilot, my yes. brother was in the audience, and I completely forgot to mention that I authored my book. So my my brother at the end comes up to me and he goes, dude, you forgot to tell these people. Like I completely forgot. Oh, wow. But then that's exact. that's what, that's what he's talking about. The insignificance of some of your achievements, because literally when you're an achiever and all you do is just like check shit off the list, like, okay, done with this. Like you right. just said, the check cleared. Great. You're happy for like a nanosecond. And then like, what's next? And so right. for me, that's what writing a book was. It was just like another, you know, okay, I did that. Whatever. Moving right along. And so right. when it came time for me to actually share this, I forgot. And <laughs> this year, um, the one quote that's really been sitting with me has been um tony robbins quote um success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure because Ooh. you know yeah um you know he had this thing here not too long ago gary v they all were here uh, maybe yeah. a year ago out here in south florida and um he put a picture of robin williams up and he said, you know, who, who you know, 7,000 people in the audience. And he said, you know, who, who recognizes this guy? And everybody's hand went up, obviously. You know, who's been touched by this guy? Everybody. And then yeah. he said, you know, but then this guy who made everybody laugh, who won every, um, you know, whether it be an Emmy, an Oscar, you name it, for every kind of show, whether it be serious roles, um, you know, um, comedic roles, Robin Williams did it all. And then at the, yeah. end, of, at the end of it, he hung himself. Yeah. Dave and Chappelle talked he, about that too on, his, on one of his recent specials. He called out that story. He had everything in the world and, and took his own life. Right. It's wild. And so, right. And so, you know, when you think about what Kyle is talking about, it, it's very... It's it's almost like he's saving human beings' lives right now with this because this paradigm really offers you a different approach where it's not about the achievement because the whole law of attraction thing we've been we've been mastering that right and it's like yeah I yeah. can bring all this stuff I want money pff, I make money come I know how to do that I can visualize I want a you know relationship pff, all right could do that but then yes. once once it shows up right how do you keep it and how do you actually get fulfilled. Bye. And did you really so, want it to begin with? Yeah, it's it, like... Oh my God, well said. Yeah, did you even want it to begin with? Yes. Yeah, it's like we see it. I mean, to borrow Chuck's metaphor, you see a mountain and you have a desire to climb it and you get to the top and you realize you didn't care about climbing mountains the whole time. <laughs> it's like, and some mountains we do care about. Some of those things like, but I think the whole paradigm that Kyle is suggesting is that it should come from a very like, deep well of fulfillment and a, and a, a desire to express yourself instead of a, a desire to like prove anything or to achieve something for an outcome that you think will make you will replace the internal work that you have to do to become happy and fulfilled.
Right. And it, to me, walks hand in hand with the concept. I think that disappointment comes from misplaced expectations. And when you're always trying to drive an outcome, um, and then you get to it, and what you were thinking you were going to get from it, you don't get, then there's like this, this, this disappointing feeling that comes also with the achievement. It's like, that's right. all it was. You know, like you expected, yeah. you're, you know, that you were going to just be so elated. And it's like, oh. Like for me, when my book hit Amazon, I was like, oh, oh, oh okay. Oh, yeah. okay. okay, it's on Amazon, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> it's, these yeah, profound, okay. it's these profound Wizard of Oz moments where you, you go on this whole journey and you get there and, and it just wasn't anything like you thought it would be. Yep. And so yeah. I, I feel like this whole paradigm is such a gift. And for me, um, it was, also the beginning of a, a healing journey that of things that I didn't even know I really needed to heal anymore. You know, oh, things wow. that I really thought that I, yeah, man, things that I thought that I had addressed and realized that I, I really didn't attachments, man, attachments mm. that I had that were just not healthy attachments to people, to things, to, um, to, you know, achievements to the point where I feel like it's even gotten in the way of me. Um, some attachments have gotten in the way of me performing or, or doing things that I would want to do just because, um, you know, I, um, I want it to be a certain way. And because I can't see how I'm going to bring it about that certain way, I'm getting in my own damn way. Does that yeah. make sense? Yes, yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, I, I love that point. Kara, because what, one of the things that I really noticed is like the thing that visionary people have in common, I think someone like you, someone like me, is that we have the ability to drive outcomes like that. But it means like as the strategist, you're always thinking about pitfalls and what could go wrong and what to avoid and all of these things uh, for, you know, in the service of this outcome that, that you're attempting to, to deliver. But what I have found in my own life, I can't speak for anyone else, but I've found that usually that is uh, a massive contributor to my own anxiety. I get to a point where it's like, I'm always trying to dodge the pitfalls and that puts me back in this like lack mindset cycle. And what I found is that this, this paradigm to focus in on, um, how should I say this? Like, to, to instead of strategizing to avoid pitfalls, like thinking about taking daily moments to think about possibilities, right? Like flipping the script and thinking about five or six or seven or 10 or a hundred ways that good things could happen today instead yeah. of negative things. And like, what's the most surprising good thing that could happen today? And I think that it's such a powerful shift because you start like, that I feel like I can only really get there when I've, when I've quieted my, my monkey mind enough that I'm just in my body. And I really didn't have a clear concept of what that meant until reading Kyle's book because I started to understand that, you know, this stillness that he talks about, this meditative space that he talks about is a custom thing. And it's like, it's not necessarily the same for everyone. So for me, laying in bed, trying to get over this like, you know, this like sore throat thing that I had, I'm laying there for three and four hours staring at my ceiling and just feeling in my body this contentedness, 
really for the first time, like ever. <laughs> the first time I was shedding these insecurities and these like anxieties uh, in really significant ways to the point that I felt euphoric. Like my body felt euphoric. And I, I just felt like this was a, a real breakthrough, but it only came from like shedding this idea that like, oh, I've got to get up and I've got to go achieve today and I've got to fight this thing off. It was like, no, you need to be still and rest and find this grace and this contentment that is in this moment. Yeah. And understanding that there is nothing to get out of, to get into, you know, you're not getting out right. of this emotion to like, you can't rush out of pain. You can't rush out of sadness. You can't rush out of like, you got to go through it in order to reach the other side. Like, I you know, that. so yeah. it's, dude, it's, it's what it was for me because, um, you know, I've had some really painful, challenging purging that I've been doing emotionally, um, especially emotionally, but, but, um, you know, purging an image of who I thought I was. I mean, you know, I recently went through a divorce and it's like right. regaining an identity that is separate from being a wife, separate from being a mom, separate from being all of these things that I thought I was separate from even yeah. being this lawyer, this author, all of that coming back to Kara, like the essence of me. And, you know, sometimes because I know how to shift my energy, I know how to shift my vibration. I've read Ask and It Is Given. I know the Abraham Hicks methods. So I'm like, yeah. I can just raise my vibration. Well, no, honey, because what's happening is, yeah, you raise your vibration, fantastic, but this shit is still there go back to yeah. you gotta sit with disappointment you gotta sit with feeling abandoned you gotta sit with feeling all of those feelings and allowing yourself to digest them through meditation through just freaking crying it out like he said and then yeah. on the other side is bliss and it's like you you purged it but until yes. you keep that energy you know we're all energy everything is energy so if you have pain it's energy that's stored in your body. If you don't let it go, it's not like you can, you know, it's like you could put, what do you say? Lipstick on a pig, or you can even put a, <laughs> a you know, flower on a pile of shit. It's beautiful, but it's still a pile of shit that you put the flower on. You know yeah, I mean? exactly. Well, you that's such it. a good point. I feel like from, for a lot of my, at least. Crap. Yes, exactly. And in my professional life, especially, I feel like I've dealt with a lot of emotional whack-a-mole. Like, the the emotions pop up and it's like try to shield them try to move past them try to get them out of here as soon as possible instead of realizing that um, and i was actually i talked to a therapist of mine one time about this i was like i feel like i have to be like the as an adult you have to parent yourself in the way that you wish you know you wish someone would treat you like as a child and you have to do that for yourself so you have to take those feelings and embrace them and sit with them as long as they need to be sat with exactly like you're saying. And I've realized that the process of meditation, because I talk to a lot of like creative people and I actually do some mentoring with creative people as well um, that deal with this. They deal with it a lot with like job titles, like, Oh, I'm a director. And that's a big word for me because it means, you know, I'm, I'm this film director. I have a lot, a lot of people have ego wrapped up in that. And they also have a lot of trauma wrapped up in that because there's all kinds of insecurity 
that comes along with these titles. You don't feel like your work measures up or you don't know how to get the kind of work that you want or there's never enough. It's all this like this, this storm of these crazy feelings. And I realized as part of my own identity, like as a filmmaker, as a creative professional, like just letting go of those titles, like that was a moment of purging. It's like, I don't need to be defined by one specific lane that I, that I enjoy being in because by tying my ego to that lane, I no longer enjoyed it. You know, it was something that I learned uh, over the last couple of years of like just trying to, you know, trying to figure out how to be professionally happy. But instead of pushing away, instead of just like trying to, you know, like hold these feelings to the side and, you know, keep everything uh, under, under wraps, like being honest with myself became this process of meditation that it doesn't have to be sitting cross-legged, you know, on the roof for six hours chanting mantras. It can be just me in my, in my own space, just looking at my myself in the emotional mirror and being okay with whatever's there. Yeah. And no judgment. Yes. You know, we judge ourselves for feeling these, you know, for being in these spaces, like as if you're supposed to always have like, you know, fairy dust flying out of your ass. Like, I mean, I feel like <laughs> I, I, I think that the standard for my life has been, I need to always be happy, you know, like, so I'm right. anytime I'm not happy, it's a problem. So it's like, I got to get back to, I got to get back to zen i gotta get back to yes. so let me go to yoga let me go to some hot yoga let me do some meditation let me let me drink wine let me see what can i do and you're inserting <laughs> expectations on all those things too it will put me here it'll get me there it'll get me out of this space right and when it doesn't get you there and then i can see how you know addictions develop and how you know eventually you can you can literally shove yourself in a state of depression just looking for this feeling that is is elusive because the feeling that you're with you haven't been able to just sit with like right. it's on the other when he said um it's underneath all that other stuff you just yes, gotta get he down said there. that you know it's like pain and then you go deeper and it's sadness and then if you keep going deeper you find love yes and you know to be whatever it is um that you want to be if you want to be happy set the intention to be happy you want inner peace set the intention to have that and because you know it's an intention you know you'll get there and you don't put so much pressure on where you are because you intend to get there and it will eventually by the ver by virtue of the law of attraction that does work you'll get there because it's the intention of your mind that's what your mind is dwelling on it'll eventually right. get you there but understand that you're not going to get there we're not you're not going to get there just because you set the intention like five seconds ago right well i think it's interesting because that's such a good point the because you know goals goals are finish lines and intentions are frameworks we set like when we when we talk about like inner peace or zen or any of those things and we set that as a goal then it you're it's it remains elusive because to get there you know, there is no there. It's here. It's here with you right now. And so sitting in that is really the only way to sort of embrace the idea that it's not even even your inner peace is not a goal to be achieved. Right. It's not like you're going to eventually just 
like run the race and earn your inner peace. It's like you have to sit in the presence until until you until find you the have peace access. within. Yes. Until you have access. Exactly. It, yeah, that's a great way to put that. It's all in you, but you have there's for you to have access to different parts of, of you and different, you know, emotions. There are some, you know, there you have to go through some other ones and then access granted. That's exactly. it. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so there, you know, this was again, that's why I'm saying to you that this was like a um you know, it, it kind of like set me on this healing um journey because I even though I've been dealing things that the emotions that have come with some of what I've been going through I think that I was very much in my head um most uh, of yeah. it and just you know doing the whole head thing and like again, visualizing myself in a better place and all of that or whatever and yeah. now it's like okay bring it on let me let me just bask in my shit let me let me sniff it this is my shit got it this is yeah. what i'm in this is how i really feel these are the these are what this is what i think about this stuff and this is how i really feel about it and i'm not going to make an excuse as to why i feel about it and listen i've had a, a two days that you know i'm very much like on task i have a to-do list i have things to do i have blocks of time i'm very organized i haven't done very much and it's okay like I, yeah. I can afford a couple of days of just being with myself and not pushing myself to kind of, you know, produce, 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 because that's me usually. And so um, it's giving me access to another um, space of being Kara that is very different from what I'm used to and from how meticulous I usually go about life. Um, mm. You know, I'm very like on it. And now I'm kind of like, well, I feel a certain way today. So Yeah. And there's like I, nothing wrong with it. You know, you can love that. You can love that part of yourself that needs to have that moment. And usually I judge it. And so this was such a gift. And, you know, it also speaks to how important it is for us to be whole before we interact with other people. Like, yes. really. Yeah, it yeah. changes the game. It changes every, for me, it changes every interaction. There's such an empowerment, such a confidence that comes with, with that. I think it's the self-awareness that so many people talk about, but again, remains very elusive, is that when you have connected to all your desires and all of your, uh, all of your shit and, and seen it all and, and cared for it and watched it, you know, get really big and inflamed and get really small and relaxed, and you can see your emotional like elasticity in front of you and you can just just accept it you know this goes back to <laughs> what we were talking about a few months ago but there's a level of acceptance that in that moment then all of a sudden you for me like I have started to just see other people so differently as well that it's the whole Brene Brown thing of you know you're doing the best you can things like that seeing other people in this in this sense of um, your from, from the perspective of your own empowerment it gives me such a, a hope in my, in my interactions and such an ability to, I guess, empathize in a much deeper way. 
Yeah. And this book really did it for me. And I this morning I was running with my friend Tanya. She, you know, I told her, listen, you got to start listening to the book. She already started listening to it this morning, and we were literally running a mile. It's not like we were doing any kind of marathon groundbreaking. Anything. <laughs> and then she's like, she keeps taking her headphones off. She's like, oh my god, this is amazing. This is oh, amazing. Man. I'm like, I know. Keep reading and keep running. You know. Yeah. <laughs> And she was just like, dude, this is great. And so, yeah, I, I, I definitely am blessing other people with this material, just like you love blessed that. me. And um, I thank you so much because, again, I feel like this was definitely um, a book that it's a game changer for me. It, it, and I was already, you know, turning different corners. But this one, yeah, that was just everything I needed. So wow. <laughs> I have no idea. Was, well, that's, yeah. man, that's so cool. It makes me, it makes me smile. Like, I love, I love that it's been so deep. Cause I mean, I, I, that, that was an experience that I share as well. It just kind of blew me out of the water. And it's funny because this was, it was sort of the, like the, the climax of a, of a meditation I'd been wrestling with for a couple months, which was this idea of, there's a short film on Netflix um, as part of an anthology series called Love, Death, and Robots, and this uh, the short film was called Zima Blue, and it follows the life. It's a an, it's a 10 minute animated short film, really really beautiful, really brilliant, and it basically follows the life of this renowned artist as he essentially becomes immortal and and creates art for thousands of years, and then eventually takes his first interview with the press that he's had in hundreds of years, and he talks about um, sort of his achievement, basically. And I don't want to, I don't want to spoil anything because it's a really brilliant film. But one of the quotes from that film that I have been meditating on for a long time is to extract some simple pleasure from the execution of a task well done. And mm. I've been thinking about that in terms of my creativity, my career, my relationship, and like, what would it look like if that was what I was after as a creator, as someone who is in the world like giving my soul energy to the things I'm doing. What if it wasn't about where we ended up, if it was just about taking the simple pleasure and in, in doing the task and being in that present moment? And I feel like Kyle's book is, is sort of the detailed, like, tutorial on how to take away those blinders of having to be in the future and having to be in that achievement idea and uh, it, it really just, like, it cut straight to the heart of the issue for me, which, which was just, you know, being in this, being in this presence and being creative from, from the depths of your soul. Kara, it's changed the way that I take showers. Like, I was in the shower this morning, and I realized that, like, the shower was all that there was. The shower was the only moment that I had access to right then and there. And I felt the hot water. I felt the hot water on my, like, on my neck, and I felt the soap on my face, and I was like, this is such an incredible feeling, and that was it, and, I, yeah, and then I went about my day and did the rest of my shit, and that's the moment that stands out from the day for me, was standing in the shower just at peace. Taking it in. Yeah, soaking Taking it all in up. Taking the moment, being, being present, being in that very moment that is all that is yes and loving it and loving it and loving the gift that it is 
And so I, that's amazing. And I feel like that's what, that's what this new level of consciousness is calling us to do is really savoring the moment. It's all we really have is that present moment. And, you know, I, um, I remember when I, I listened to The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, and mm. I, you know, it was very hard to stay awake, by the way. Oh, my <laughs> God. I was like, he's putting me in a constant meditation, just listening to him. Very wow. But, I need to read that. Um, I've heard good things. Oh, my gosh. Drive while you're doing that. His voice is so soothing. It's like, okay. But what it was really all about was, like, now is the only moment that you have. And so if you are not tuned in, which most of us know for a fact, that I missed a lot of my life. I know. Right. Like, I missed so many moments. I wasn't there. I was either in my house, I could have gone or whatever, you know, and yeah. that's all there is. is the yeah. I lost you again. You back? Oh, really? Oh, there you are. Yeah, it was brief. Oh. Yeah, no, it's a completely different experience of life. Hello, Kara? Yeah, I'm still here. I didn't even Okay, move. there we go. Yeah, that's so annoying. All right, well, yeah. I think, think you're but back anyway, now. That's, that's yeah, it, it, it really does offer you a different experience of life and a happier experience of life, really, a more fulfilled experience of life. So I think this is a game changer. I love that. Well, I, I agree 100%, and I'm so glad that you connected with it as, as deeply as, as, as I did and that it was, like, resonant because I think that it's going to take, take sharing this with people and really being, like, really being the, the force, you know, of, of this new, like, this, this new consciousness that Kyle talks about, which sounds so, like, out there and hippy-dippy, but I think it's, it's just real. And it's just important for us to to be able to love on that level. Yeah. And I feel like because of the way it's written, I think that because of how, you know, how much humor is injected in there. (laughs) Yeah. He's funny. He's he's really funny. Um, You know, it's just, if if you are just remotely open, um, it'll change your life. It'll change your life. It'll change the way you think for good. And then it's like by the end of the book, by the time I put the book down, I felt like, you know, I was a different person. Mm. Wow. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I need to let him know. I eventually, I may have to, like, tag him on this, you know, podcast. Yeah. Like, he needs to know the kind of impact he's having in the world right now with this work. I mean, I'm sure he's mildly aware um but he you know these these kinds this kind of feedback is great for someone who's doing this kind of work you know it definitely energizes you to keep doing more of it absolutely and so yeah well listen again thank you so much 
for even having me on your list of people that you wanted to share this with because, again, oh, like sure. I said to you so many times in here, this has just been a real game changer, and I, and I love you for that and, and for the human being that it takes to do something like that so selflessly, just wanting to impact and influence, you know, the lives of others. It's, it's a different kind of human that does that kind of stuff. So I honor you and I thank you. And, uh, yeah, man. And then you did this with me. This is so cool. This is actually my first interview style um, podcast episode. Usually I kind of just put a message out there, but this yeah. is my first interview, so this is exciting. Yeah. Well, first off, you're you're so welcome, and I'm so glad that you know that it was that it was life giving. And also, thank you for for following up and having the conversation. I love it. Like this is the kind of shit that gets me like really moving and makes me feel so just contented and. And yeah, at peace. And I, I'm, I'm really energized by this conversation. So I, I'm so glad that, that it resonated and that you reached out and that we were able to have this conversation. I love it. I love all yes. of it. Yes. And so if you read another book, make sure you let me know what it is. I will. You're, <laughs> hey, you're on the list now. Yeah, Watch out. These conversations. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I think we should make oh it regular. God, that was awesome. Thank you so much. And I know you have to run. So thank you. And we'll chat soon. Okay. Awesome, Kara. So good to talk to you. I'll talk to you soon. Same here. All right. Bye. All right. See ya. You were just listening to the Empowerment Podcast, where empowerment is done from within. Tune in every Monday for your dose of empowerment with Kara. Be sure to leave us a review and share this podcast with your friends and family on social media. Don't forget to tag me at Kara Vaval Ferrier.